Hi, everyone. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that your girl is on Patreon. What else is going on podcast, aka Wego, W-E-I-G-O, is on Patreon. So if you feel so inclined and want to support your girl that way, you can head on over to patreon.com slash Wego podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Wego podcast, W-E-I-G-O podcast. Now, if you don't want to be on a monthly recurring thing, I totally understand that. But if you want to support, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com slash Wego, W-E-I-G-O. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash W-E-I-G-O. Because you know, a girl be trying to put in some work and a coffee could help me stay awake. So those are your two options. And if you don't want to do either of those things, if you could rate, review, and subscribe and share with your friends, I would love that. Now, on to the episode. And the following podcast is a CJ Media Production. Welcome to the What Else Is Going On podcast, the intersection where pop culture life and real life meet up. Get ready to deep dive into all things reality TV and the dichotomy of loving the game, but not necessarily the players when they start to reflect real-life issues like deep-seated discrimination and a world rooted in racism. Feeling conflicted because I love... Clip! 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 And I also have to chant, Black Lives Matter. Buckle your seatbelts and brace yourselves because my foot is off the brake and this intersection gets busy. So come along for the ride so we can see what else is going on. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of What Else Is Going On. I have a special guest. I've talked about him before. You guys know that I have said over and over again, I have liked him um, since he was on After Buzz doing podcasts. I love when he was on the panel. When he was not, it was noticed. Um, He was on a Bravo show called Stripped. And I was blessed enough to be on his podcast and on his um, YouTube live. His fans are amazing. Y'all, if y'all have not seen DJ Richie Sky's YouTube, I get my life in the comments and I learn a lot in the comments because I go back and read them and be mess and be uh, replying back to people. We have conversations. Guys, one of the best interviewers out there. I listen to the way he interviews. I take notes. Um, He recently had one of the stars of Ladies Who List Atlanta. And I got tea and got like uh, information to make my life better. Like she pretty much like Tiffany. She just, I don't know, something about her. So Richie interviews the best people. He had Carlos King on and Carlos will spill to Richie. Because Richie's just that good. So, guys, welcome DJ Richie Sky. What's going on? <laughs> can y'all hear me? Oh, yeah. I, we can hear you. Okay, Great. perfect. I, I was like, am I on mute? Um, <laughs> thank you for having me back. Thank you for having me back. I really appreciate that. Listen, I told Richie I, uh, when he's, you know, talked about me coming on his live. And he was like, don't be nervous you know, about people watching. I'm like, no, I'm nervous about you because I'm still a fan of you. (laughs) You know what's funny? I got to tell you, they loved you 
And I was like, ooh, I got to figure out a way to have you come back, <laughs> you know, in a way that's like not obtrusive to your schedule, but just so that people can, because they really loved your input. Wow. That, that makes me feel, like I said, you're, there are a few content creators that I follow that cultivate positivity, even in the midst of us not agreeing on everything, or even in the midst of the negativity we see on TV, they mm -hmm. are really about wanting discussion. And I appreciate that. Like I said, I was in your comments. I forget what video it was on a couple of days ago. I hadn't even gotten the shower yet. I'm like, I'm about to get in the shower. I'm standing in my towel, literally <laughs> leaning over my sink, having conversations with people like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. So you, you really do a great job in being like, y'all can disagree, but you can't be disrespectful. You can't be, yes. you know, no isms or phobias. Like you really do a good job with that. Yeah, I, um, it just, I want people to feel good when they leave the chat and when they watch the video, I want them to, you know, feel like they're getting some information. I, I liken it to, you know, like a clip from like um, entertainment tonight or something like that. I'm not putting myself on their level. I'm just saying that I want you to feel the same way when you leave, like you, when you get a, when you watch a clip from entertainment tonight or any other show, you know, one of those big shows, you know, you're going to get the information. It's going to be fun. It's going to feel fabulous. And then you're going to leave, you know, yep. and I want people to feel like that. And as far as interviews go, something interestingly magical seems to always happen when I'm interviewing with someone and I don't take credit for it. I honestly just feel like somehow God is always like in the midst yes. and find some type of way to bring something out of the conversation that I don't, ex I kind of expect, but I don't expect at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was you mentioning that, that Tiffany interview and just a little bit of tea that I haven't told nobody else yet. Oh. We have Tiana coming on, <gasps> on Monday at one 30. Okay. Oh, I am, okay. And if you want a little extra tea, we got Crystal coming on what? on the 15th. No, no. Yes. Y'all, okay, first of all, <laughs> you can't see, I literally have goosebumps underneath my sweatshirt. I love this show so much. I have talked about it. I need to post more about it. I'm going to be very transparent and honest with y'all like you know I am. I want I support our black shows, but I saw what happened with Potomac and I said sometimes when you open us up to other people, the commentary is so harsh on us so i was yeah. like i want to keep like i'll post about it on twitter and then people are like oh what's that so i need to do a better job of saying listen come support our ladies it's um on own and it's um ladies who list at atlanta and richie is having some people on i can't oh i'm so excited about the tiano and crystal because i know you're going to ask the question <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Y'all, this show is so good. I actually started to post it the other day and now talking to you, I'm going to do it. Ladies Who List ATL has their looks never fail. Their interview looks never fail. They do it then better than any housewife franchise I've seen from their hair to their makeup to their clothes. They are like the housewives could never touch them. They do a really, really good job. And I just think that OWN is doing such an amazing job of, mm -hmm. you know, developing content for, you know, viewers who look like us. Yes, yes. Who and are minorities and people of color. And I just I just think that. And I was telling you earlier, I was like, oh, my God, we got to support them because yes. 
the more we support them, the more we will continue to get this type of content. Yeah, and it's so, like you said, it's it's uplifting. You had Tiffany on. Of course, you talk about the show. You get these people to open up and not in a way where you're trying to get a soundbite that you're truly interested. Going back to what you said earlier, when you said you can't take credit for it, I, I think you can because I think they can sense your authenticity and you just have a way about you that makes people want to open up. So here they are talking about the show. You know, we get in like little behind the scenes stuff. And then I got a whole lesson on, oh my gosh, where she came from versus where she is now. Like mm-hmm. I was ready to go out and be like, all right, like, where are these streams? What am I getting ready to do first? <laughs> you know, and I told, I, listen, I signed up for a real estate class to get my, to get my license. Richie, I watching these shows, watching these. And what did I tell you when we talked? I said, get out of my head because I had been thinking of that. And I because I I told you, I talked to a friend of mine and she was like, I tell everybody it's good to have. I text my husband. Why did he send back an emoji like with the eye rolling? He said, yeah, I told you that a couple years ago and you had no interest then. See, see, the confirmation is there. The confirmation. (laughs) and, And look at it like this. You know, there's nothing wrong with having like a whole bunch, like a, I don't want to say a whole bunch, but like multiple streams of income. Mm-hmm. And real estate is one of those, what from what I'm learning is one of those, those, those avenues where it's not just traditional real estate that you can do. It's virtual. There's being a showing agent, being a referral agent, you know, all those types of things. So like, let's say I refer, and this is totally off the subject, but let's say I refer a house to somebody now, I mean, a real estate agent to somebody now, I don't get any kickback from that. And they get a house and the estate, the, the agent gets the commission. I didn't make anything off of that. But let's say now I have my license and I refer it to my boy or my my cousin that's an agent, right. I'm getting a referral for that now. So I'm making some money just from opening my mouth. Right. And you have connection. You know people. And people never know who people know. Amen. So Amen. that is, wow. Yes. I When I was like, okay, DJ Richie, all right, I hear you. I hear you. And whether it's that or something, I was like, okay, I need to up my uh, game. Sometimes I fight procrastination because I have all of these ideas. And then you're like, "Mm, I have all the time in the world. I'll get to it tomorrow. And the truth is we don't really have all the time. We don't. We don't. So, oh my God, y'all get it done. First of all, go watch DJ Richie's interviews. The Carlos King interview was so good. I watched it twice (laughs) and (laughs) everybody you interview though. It's good. Ebony's interview, like everybody you interview is good. You know what? I think another thing, and I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know who does this, and I and maybe nobody does it, but I just know that when I'm interviewing them, I'm not asking them for, I'm not interviewing them to get a, to make any type of headline. Right. I'm interviewing them because I genuinely have questions that I want to know that I think that my community wants to know, and that's it. Honestly, yeah. that is literally it, and I don't really, I don't really market them. I don't tag a whole bunch of other media outlets. I probably should, but I just don't because I just feel like the magic is there for the people who needed the magic. That is a good way to look. I'm going to remember that because I don't do the whole tagging either because I feel like, well, you just put it into words. The magic is there for the people who need it. That's really good because we get up. I know that you've been in this media game 
you know, so you know the ins, the outs. And do you still ever feel like you have to be on top of this social media game? Because I'm really not good at it. So I'll be like on a streak of posting. And I'm like, what I'm posting is like, I think it's funny, but it's really not necessarily where my heart is, which is talking about other stuff. You know what I mean? So, but I feel like I have to make sure I stay engaged. I love engaging with followers and then going on other pages. And like I said, even in your comments, cause I just love conversation, but I'm like, Oh, I'm just not good at this social media thing. Honestly, you know what I, there, there had been times when I felt like I needed to stay and I, and it used to drive me, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think even before, especially before I got to, to the place where I'm at now, but now I just post what moves me. Like, okay. it, and so if I feel compelled to talk about something like a show and I want to highlight it, then I, then I'll do it. If okay. I felt like, you know, when, when we were calling out Bravo for, for, you know, what we needed to have them act on, mm-hmm. I, I posted it and, yes. you know, there was a little bit of worry, like, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of calling out a network and you just never know how that's going to go. But I felt like I wasn't doing it in a way that was disrespectful to the network. Mm-hmm. And I was asked again, we talked about it. I was asking for what I felt like we wanted. Yeah. And I did not feel there was any harm in doing so. So like stuff like that, when it moves me, that's when I post. I do okay. not post because I feel like I have to anymore. Like, because I, I just that. feel like you will drive yourself crazy. <laughs> and yes. there, listen, for uh, and this is just me because I'm, a, you know, we I, like I'm a little older. So I just feel like there's going to be a young person out there who is way hungrier than I am. That's got the time and the energy <laughs> to be posting all day. And I do not have it. And there is nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with it. But it's just when I talk about the news, when you're on this platform, you're you're and, you know, you're talking, you're talking a lot. Yes. You're doing you're talking with other creators. You're doing other podcasts. You're doing your podcast. And so outside of what you feel like you need to post about, I just don't do it. OK, I like and that. Like, you know, honestly, if you look at everything that you've been able to accomplish, You've been able to accomplish it mostly by being yourself. Okay. Oh my God, you make me blush. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it, that is what it is. And your tribe will find you, you know? Okay. And so I just feel like I know the people that I'm speaking to now. It's taken me a while to kind of, now, it really didn't take me a while. I kind of started to understand, you know, being on YouTube, like who I was talking to. Okay. And I talked to that, to that group of people when I post on Instagram. Got it. Okay, so you have your people in mind. You're not trying to appeal to the masses or straddle any fences so as not to offend. I'm talking to my people, period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you for that. I I love that because there's a couple different things I've been wanting to post about, especially with Black History Month, but not just Black history. And I'm like, meaning not just Black History Month, but just Black history in general. So I'm like, all right, I want to post on it. Let me post this first, then I'll post this. And it's like that. What I want to talk about means so much. I don't even really want to post about the other stuff, but I have. But I'm so glad that you said that. I need to know who I'm, who am I trying to reach? Who am I talking to? Yeah, that, that's honestly how I feel like. And I'm never trying to offend, but right. I am trying to, you know, bring light to something. And I think it's just about, OK, what type of energy am I supposed to be bringing? And it should be positive, but when yes. it needs to be when we need some action, yeah. we're going to have to ask for the action. Yeah, and I like how you are, because I try to be this way too. And I like how you do it. 
you can call out a housewife or speak to their behavior or Bravo Lab or uh, um, a reality TV person on OWN or on VH1. And you're never to the point of calling them names, like dragging them. Like I've been Mm -hmm. trying to be very conscious about, you know, somebody may have trash ways, but I don't necessarily want to call them trash because I feel like we're all human. There's only one person that ever really made me want to call her trash. And that's who just left the Bravo network, not of her own doing. Um, And and even that, (laughs) I I still was like, there has to be some humanity there for me. Meaning it does. I respect you because you're breathing. That's baseline. That's all I can give you. But it just so I like how you are able to call out someone without going so low, because I imagine if they talk about podcasters or content creators, which I feel like they will. I mean, look at Summer House and how Dumois and all these other things are popping up on these shows. How would I want them to talk about me? I don't really want them talking about the gap in my teeth. I know it's there. You know what I mean? Like, look, at you know, like I just think about the things that people say about other people that it's not like funny. It's like mean. And I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I'm not like that. I like to think I'm funny, but some people <laughs> might need to, might say it's mean. So I need to scale back and, and, and how would I want to be looked at in those spaces? You yeah. Know? I mean, you try to do it to the point where like, if the person who is listening to you or watching you and they hear you, they don't feel like you, you don't want to make them feel like, you know, I don't want them to feel like I'm trying to tear them down or nothing yes. like that. Yeah. But you kind of learn and there, are, but there are instances where somebody does something on the show that just seems so egregious that you just like, yeah. but <laughs> you know, again, I've just gotten to a different place with it that I just feel like I am struggling, not struggling, but it's a, it's been a struggle to learn to show grace, even to people that I feel like don't deserve it. Yes. And and look, no matter what that grace looks like, meaning I'm not going to call you trash, but what I am going to do <laughs> is drag your actions <laughs> to filth and back and then back again. But I'm not going to call you trash. <laughs> and, and I've learned to ask questions, too, because I'm not always right in my thinking. Right. So, yes. you know, a lot of times people who are come to the channel or, you know, they'll come to your Instagram or they'll come they'll comment on your what you're posting. And they may have a completely different view of a person than you have of them. And I've learned to get to the place where maybe I'm not always right about it. That's what I, that to me was a struggle because it's, it, when you have a view of someone, your view is based off of what you've seen. So I have to learn that if somebody's view is based off of person A, and person A has been nothing but nasty to everybody, but this person likes them. In my brain, I'm like, the facts are they did X, Y, and Z. So how can you have that view <laughs> when the facts are that there have been nasty? And I had to, it doesn't, it's not always about facts. There has to be like a little bit of give. But my father raised me like facts, facts, facts. So it's like but watching reality TV. You know. The law is the interpretation of the law. Yes, yes. So it's the interpretation of the facts as well. You know what? How dare you come on my podcast and drag me? <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. It's the interpretation of the law. Oh my God. I've been doing better. Sometimes I have to sit on my hands and my cl- and like bite my tongue. Like, don't you say nothing. And I've learned to scroll. Every once in a sometimes I'll jump in and be like, 
backspace, delete, go on to the next post because it ain't for you. This is not for you. And then sometimes when I can be funny about it, like I just commented on somebody's post, they were saying Mary was gone and people were saying hallelujah. So I was like, Mary said she ain't talked to nobody. I'm rooting for her to come back with laughing faces. And I I hope that it can spark some fun, not like, you know, how dare you? Because I'm learning that too. I do not want to go blow somebody's comment section up because I've done that before thinking I'm having dialogue. But see, then there's, there's still people out there that don't like people that look like us, that don't like people of color, that don't want us on these shows. So then they, they'll come into a comment section. And what was constructive is now you just blew their whole comment section up. Oh, yeah. I got to pick. I pick. I, have, I really honestly have to pick and choose what I comment on because mm-hmm. there are people out there that have all day and I don't have all day to argue. So, yeah. you know, they'll see you commenting and they'll be like, well, it's oh my god let me tell you the worst thing is it when atlanta comes on oh it it used to be and this is how crazy it is in one breath okay this past year it was you don't like kenya you're so biased against kenya you just support portia and everything she do when portia's uh a spinoff came on it was you don't like Portia you're just biased against Portia you support candy you just like candy and it just be like you know what that's why I don't even I can't you can't control you just have to do your you just have to do you because okay they're gonna have something to say whether you go this way or you go that way right and they're gonna call you biased and at the end of the day maybe I am Right. I don't know, but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. And I will say, as a watcher of your recaps, you will very much call Portia out on her behavior. So, like, but I, but think I still be- like her. They wanted you to drag her. And that's not your it, that's not your style anyway. So it's like, no. I'm not going to, like, drag her for filth. But am I going to mention the fact that she has got to be doing something right in Atlanta to pick up a coat rack or a boom mic with one arm? I will never get over her being able to pick that thing up with one arm <laughs> in the middle what? of that fight. I was like, what is your arm routine? Because, ma'am, like, and to be able to fight off men with Simon, let me go. I said, oh, in the name of Jesus, come out. <laughs> I want the voice of Jesus. Okay. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, you got to come out. Cause that's not the way she like pushed Simon off. I said, Wasn't it crazy? Oh, somebody needs it was some crazy. old school Pompeii oil. Mm-hmm. That oil. <laughs> it was, it was, it was wild. It was. Okay. Speaking of Portia, since we're talking about housewives, we're going to go into Jersey, but I want to ask you, Again, you've been around, you've seen. We can all speculate what Portia's, maybe did she have motives for doing this show? Maybe did she want the show to show her in a different light? I've seen a lot of conversation where people say, oh, Portia messed up by doing this show. She thought it was going to show her in a better light. What do you think? Because my opinion is Portia's been able, she is gorgeous. She's funny. She's uh, very witty. Her laugh is infectious. I feel like, she wasn't necessarily trying to portray herself in a better light. I think she felt like no matter how, no matter what way she was portrayed, portrayed, her fans would still rock with her and she would be able to sort of kind of spin it in a positive way. Like how she did on the bus when she said, my family always sweeps things under the rug. But on the other end, we find out what well, that's because you told them not to talk about it. <laughs> Wasn't that wild? Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's interesting to me. 
All I can do is try to follow the breadcrumbs. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So when I and when I say that, you know, and this might take us down a rabbit hole, but when I look at the crumbs and I look at how I look at how Simon moves, right? Okay. Simon moves in a very troll-like way. And I want to be clear, there are two different types of there's a there's a troll who is someone who is just you know, just really commenting nasty things online and just making, you know, just making life horrible for people online. Okay. But then there is the act of trolling, which yeah. is posting things that may, you know, tantalize the okay. audience and, you know, get their attention in all types of different ways and may seem, may draw speculation to things. Yes. I think that Simon does that a lot. Um, okay. whether he, whether he knowingly is doing it or whether he's just purposely doing it, I feel like he's doing it. Okay. And so with that in mind, I almost feel like this show was Portia's way of trolling us as well. Like <laughs> there's a part of me that, um, that thinks to like you, she was an executive producer of the show. Right. Now, that doesn't always mean that, you know, how they're going to be able, they're going to play you on the show. What that just means is that you had a hand in putting together the show. Okay. Right. Um, and, and it can mean different things for different executive producers. Okay. So with that being said, I mean, she was able to employ her family. She was able to, yes. you know, even employ her baby daddy. Right. You know, and so everybody made something from this. I don't know. Okay. It's, it's You're hard okay. to determine. You're right. That's that's true. I hadn't, hadn't even thought about that. She was able to put all of them and who knows what's going to happen. What opportunities that may open up for them. Or and it, it, it had us all talking, but I, I heard that I heard that they had cut down the episodes. So uh, I don't know if I don't know if it worked in her favor. I just don't right. know. Because there was things that we saw in the trailer that we didn't see. Yep. And I'm like, they just ended it like. Boom. And I was like, oh, wow. And I before the end, she was on Watch What Happens Live talking about her book. And Andy was talking about her coming back to Housewives. And she said, you never know. Because before Andy said, the door is always open to you. I think she's going to come back. And a part of me is like, like you said, is she trolling us? Or did she put that out there? And everybody's saying, Portia should have just came back to the Housewives, took her dragging. Did she purposely put that out there? People are still talking about her. Atlanta's going to come on. People will still be talking about her. And then she show up next season. Like what? You know, I, I would, if I were her, I would give it like at least two seasons. I remember you said that, yeah. You know, just so, just so it don't look like, oh, I got, I'm coming back with my tail in between yes. my legs. You yeah. know, I think you want to give it a minute so you can, I think, and also too, when you come back, you have a fresh slate yeah. and two years would be a good amount of time to see whether or not this relationship manifests into Something, you know, uh-huh, something with a date, like we actually got a married date. and got a date. And, you know, if she comes back and the marriage is solid, then they don't have nothing to talk about. Yep. And because, you know, she would surely be using that to shut them down. Like, yep. I think it was a smart move. She didn't sell her house, but she gave it to her mom. Very smart. Very. <laughs> 
I said, let me, I said, do I, do I need to take a flight and just ride by and see if I even see Miss Diana living in there? <laughs> you just holding it for me. Because <laughs> if that man got the movers on speed dial, then Ooh, that Ooh, was girl. something else. Guys, if you didn't watch, Simon was talking to Dennis and he said he has a moving, he has his own moving company, right? On speed dial. So he could just call him and the girl, well, once he's done with the girl, pack her up and be done. Poof, that moves. Be, go- be gone. <laughs> <laughs> I said, wow, okay. And last thing about Portia, I was shocked. I look at Portia, I see Kenya and I see Portia. Hands down, Kenya is absolutely gorgeous with makeup, without makeup. Even when she was struggling last season, she still was. She's just a gorgeous. Her aesthetic is gorgeous. I think Portia's aesthetic is absolutely gorgeous. But the vibes that I get, I get beautiful, pretty girl from Kenya. Whereas from Portia, I get like sex, sex appeal. Like she just oozes it, right? There was a reason I to Now, where did that go? I got so caught up in Portia and her appeal. I can't even remember. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. So I felt like and this is my own thing. Like, oh, she's gorgeous. And she, you know, she talks about sex. She's free with it. So she's probably a freak and she probably has fun in the bedroom. And when Dennis said and I was like, did he say that on camera when they were doing yoga and they were getting in a certain positions and somebody said something about him and Portia or he didn't. He said, no, Portia doesn't do this. You know, your sister is lazy with it. I said, oh. Did he just say he's I would have been so mad. <laughs> you know what? I'm not surprised by that because they will always they say sometimes that like the most attractive people can That's be true. some of the laziest people in bed because they feel like they ain't got to do no work. You know what? You're right. Because on the opposite end, they say the other people put in the work. Okay, that's, <laughs> so what, right. that's just what the streets say. Yes, you are so right about that. <laughs> Um, well, I can't. I am interested to see what else her future holds. I liked her on the dish. I thought that was really good. So I could see her doing something like Garcelle. Um, oh yeah, and I could definitely see her continuing along that route. But I'm more interested in Atlanta and what Atlanta's going to bring now that she's not there. I have said for years, for years, I have said I want to see. I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it Moneta or Mo, it's or Moneta? I don't know. Okay, I wanted to see her on. The housewives, but I thought she wouldn't do it because she's very good friends with Keisha Knight Pulliam. And I don't see her doing something like that. So in my mind, I thought, well, maybe they're they're the girls that are like, nah, we're not really doing that. But I'm I'm glad to see her. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what she brings. I kept yeah. saying when I was doing my like when I was finding out that she was doing it, I kept I was like, oh my gosh, she reminds me of like Lily from SWV. They look very yes! similar to me, right? But I'm interested to see what type of vibe she's gonna bring. Um, and I just think that removing Portia from the equation, and I said, I think I, I I said it at the end of last season. I said, I feel like you either have to take Portia out because this cannot continue in this way, because I am over the Portia Kenya. Yes. Uh, you know, it, I, I just we've seen this too many times. Mm-hmm. And to me, it gives them something new and fresh to work with a fresh canvas. Now yeah. that you have a different slate of energy here. I agree. I, it's, it's a totally different because we're so used to Kenya and Portia going back and forth. And then Kenya always had Cynthia. Candy was sort of like 
uh, in the middle. So now we, we get to see, can you interact with other people? And also, okay, people are saying, you know, y'all always blame Kenya. Now you see it was Portia. I knew who Portia was when I watched her. I just happened. Her personality appealed to me in spite of all that. There mess. you go. I knew who there she was. There you go. <laughs> the thing about it is people kept saying some of the same things about Portia behind the scenes. Yes. Or at least on the show and then and as we continue to watch. But Portia has something that a lot of people don't have is that she's likable. Yes. And regardless of what people were saying, we liked her on camera because she knows how to, she's fun, she's bubbly, she mm-hmm. gives us what we need. And even if she has no conflict, she's still fun to watch. Yes. The I watched an old episode of the the um, hotel scene. Nini hosted the 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 couples night, and she wasn't Pillow fighting talk with party. Pillow, yes, but even her commentary to Lauren was so funny to me. Like when she was walking down the hall, I seen something in his eyes. Child, we got to go. Like, so <laughs> <laughs> you're right. So people just like people love their villains. I can't love to hate someone. Being I can't hate watch my blood pressure gets up. Why am I watching something I don't like? Like if it's so no. I even if I know who she like, I think people think because you enjoy a person that you don't really know who they are, which could go the other way, too. But Portia being like she was was no shock to me. Yeah, that's Portia. Okay. We, like, ju- we just enjoy her. We just enjoy her. <laughs> Whereas Kenya was beautiful, but I felt like Kenya sometimes could just be not fun. You know, like she seems so yeah. serious all the time. So, yeah. but it'll be good to see her in a different environment. Yeah. No Cynthia. And and the, and honestly, that dynamic between Cynthia and Kenya, I would have actually liked to seen it Ooh, after, after the Real Housewives Girls Ultimate Girls Trip. Now that would have been a lot more interesting for Cynthia, but I still almost think that it's time for some fresh stories. Okay. So Girls trip, real quick, different, differing opinions. What did you make of their fight? Some people say that they felt like Cynthia was jealous. And I kind of felt like Kenya kind of threw little kernels out to the ladies, like at different times. And they formed these opinions of Cynthia because Melissa even said it. Melissa said, well, she told me you were jealous. So I kind of kept my distance from you. So I was like, is Kenya, Kenya knows what she's doing for reality TV. And since, you know. I definitely feel like Kenya was working. Okay. Okay. And I felt like Cynthia was, I'm on a vacation with my, with my good mm-hmm. Judy. And I know it's going to be the two of us against, if I, if nobody else has my back, it's going to be the two of us against the world, baby. And boy, was she wrong. I also think that Cynthia herself also this show, that show brought out a lot of different characteristics, I think, <laughs> in some of the ladies. Right. Yes. To me, Kyle remained true to form mm-hmm. because I think that's just Kyle's personality. Having met Kyle, Kyle's personality is like how she is on the show. OK, OK. It's it's it's. I can't really describe it, but she's the same, at least for me, when I met her, she was okay. the same way. Okay. Um, to me, Melissa was much more interesting on this show than she was 
that she is in Jersey. But I'm gonna wa- I'll see what happens because next week looks like it's a doozy Ooh. in Jersey, and yes. I, I know you got that on the slate. So we'll talk about that <laughs> okay. in a minute. Okay. Teresa was less interesting. Yes. On real on Ultimate Girls Trip because she did against these ladies. She there was no one who was who was um, sucking up to Teresa like how mm. they do in Jersey, right? Yes. Because they didn't need to suck up to her because they like either OGs or power players on their franchises. Yes. Luann was more interesting to me on this show. Uh, Ramona was the same. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And and Kenya was the same. To to be honest, I mean, from my perspective, Kenya was really no different from how she typically is. Mm -hmm. And I just think that Cynthia had an expectation that yeah, I'm. I ride hard for my girl. I'm gonna make sure she get the best room. But it's yes. like, but I've also had these this this situation happen too before in life when I was much younger. Maybe you you good at, you have a friend. You get into a new group of friends mm-hmm. and you start to wanna you know branch out and make new friends. But your old friend is still like, hello, right? <laughs> but you can see your old friend is not really meshing well with these new people. Yes. And you're like, I don't know what to do because I'm trying to like grow. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but I, I, I did feel for Cynthia. I felt for her. I did because she was just like she was going through it. She was going through every episode, and I didn't expect that. Me neither. Especially she started out bonding with Kyle. She knew Luann. She was at Luann's wedding. You know, so like, I don't know. That was yeah. That that was a good that's a good assessment. And I like how you said Kenya was working. Kenya is working. Kenya is working. And the two that were the same were Ramona and Kenya. <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, and, and again, and Kyle too. She she does yes, what she Kyle, does. Best. Kyle right, knows Kyle. how to also get in there and push buttons. Yeah. She's she's a master. And then I'm gonna let y'all just I'm gonna let y'all deal with the chaos mm-hmm. I just caused. And then once the chaos that I caused, I'm gonna go to in, in each individual party. No, that's not what I meant. When I said sweep it under the rug, I was just joking. Sutton, I didn't know she was gonna react like that. Get away from me. Get away. But you know who's <laughs> smoother at it is Melissa. Yes. Melissa is it can push. I don't think she's she's not, I don't think she's manipulating people. I just think that she knows what to do. And Melissa's cool. Like mm-hmm. Melissa has like a little swag about her that yeah. I feel like sometimes Teresa doesn't like, and she might be a little bit jealous of. And Melissa draws you in. She has a way of making, uh, of pulling focus to look at her. And then it's like, oh, let me just throw this out there. All cute and funny. Like, oh my God, you know, it's so crazy. Cause in the ride, like, I'm so glad that we're here together, Teresa. And you know, like Ramona, like she said, she thought like you were like the scarecrow and you're like, wait, did, did she just... I think she just insulted me that part. But I don't even know if she and that's exactly how Melissa is. <laughs> she draws you in and it's like, got you. <laughs> like, And you're like, how do I end up in a fight with Ramona? And you were just telling me how glad you were to be here with me and we're bonding. But you know what, though, I will say, and not to sound like, because I'm not a Teresa hater, and t- like totally. I just hate that the women kiss up to her in such Me a too. way. And I feel like we don't have a, a, a Jacqueline or a Caroline that can really go toe to toe with her and that's not, not afraid of her. Okay. Like, and that's what that show was missing to me. Yeah. I, I can't. And, and 
I thought Jackie was going to be the one, but I think this, this uh, new era of housewives is very audience conscious because Jackie, when she said in this episode, it's better to be friends with Teresa than fight with her. I was hot. I said, here we go. Same thing. I, I said the same thing because I was like, you, what you, what she did was she acquiesced to one, the will and the power of Teresa, the Teresa army out there in the, yes. in the streets. But I felt like when Jackie came in, Jackie was more herself. Yes. And she was just like, and what? Like, and, and I mean, what? you can't control your husband. And I said, which I said, so since we're here in New Jersey, I said that was a valid point because the audience, Meredith came in last year and y'all were upset that she wasn't engaging. She's engaging this year and y'all don't like how she's engaging because she's on the side of Mary. Let's be clear. Now we have, well, that's what I think anyway, but now we have Jackie. She engaged and it wasn't even like a forced. Teresa is telling Melissa, you need to control your husband. Dolores is agreeing. And Jackie says, well, wait, if you could control your husband, would you have went to jail? Fair. Fair. Very fair. Very fair. And I feel like Teresa, I mean, uh, Melissa handles Teresa with kitty gloves, mostly because she's married into the family. So Mm -hmm. she knows the two of them kind of know they got to walk a little bit of a tightrope with each other. Mm -hmm. And I get the sense that they don't really like her. I know Teresa did not like that Melissa had that J-Lo commercial that was totally suited for Melissa. Yes. (laughs) Okay. You know she didn't. But again, in keeping it fair and balanced, which I don't always do, I will say, though, I am on the side of Teresa when it comes to all the talk about that video of her man. Okay. To me... While the video, when you first see it and when you watch it, it's a little like, now what y'all doing? What is going on here? Okay. (laughs) What's happening? But when you put it into the context of this man is somebody that did his woman wrong and he willing to try to get her back and he's willing to go to camp. Okay. And Mm, and willing to go to the sleepaway camp. And, and exercise and, and, and run through mud and all kinds of other stuff to learn a lesson. Okay. To me, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't. Okay. That is a fair point because I was putting it in context with, we, okay, we have the video. We have his ex that who we didn't know. Ha, Louis wasn't even near, I don't think, a New Jersey at the time. His um, ex-fiance, and I don't know if it's the same one, that put on a wedding dress and ran some miles for, um, I think like abuse and come to find out it was him. Then you have the, the recent ex fiance doing a clubhouse room and they wrote this article. So I put that all together, but if you do take the video out separately and if I hadn't known anything else, I probably would have been like, Hmm. Okay. Weird. But yeah. And, and if you are just because that's the focus of the episode is right, that's true. the video. It's true. the video. If it's these other rumors, then, OK, that's one thing. That's a conversation that you have with Teresa about, hey, girl, listen. I just want to make sure I ain't nothing happening to you. But to say that this man needs to address a group of y'all that he don't even really know. Mm hmm. 
about this video? No, not really. Because he also, it, it's not like he's ashamed of it because he invited Joe Gorga to go with him. Well, yeah, I was like, when Joe said that, I said, oh, okay, wait a minute. <clears throat> this may not be as, as we thought because he invited her brother. So I did have that brief thought. So he's not trying to hide this, right. but I definitely feel like it was definitely some cockamamie shenanigans <laughs> for the reason that the video got out. Yeah. And I'm sure he did something to whoever he was dating yeah. to warrant having to go to that. But, yeah. you know, everybody got a pass when it comes to relationships. That's why you got to check the whole facts. Yeah. So oh, you talked about that. <laughs> You, you gotta need check to the whole check facts. the whole facts. Oh my God, you did that video. I forget what franchise were you you or you did that video. It's on your. You I said, talk about it a lot though. Yeah, check like, the whole I facts. mean, it's just it's just about you know. For me, like when I would like just for instance, when I first moved to DC and I first started like you know hanging out and stuff like that. You know, I had a friend of mine who had lived here like much longer than I had, and okay. he would always be like, "Now listen." Just a little bit of intel about this person over here. Okay. Before you try to move down that path, this is what you need to know. And so that way you have an idea of like, okay, I mean, uh, that's how that person moves. You make your own decision. It's not so that this person will say, your friend ain't saying, hey, well, listen, don't talk to that person. Right. They're just giving you some information to help you make an informed decision. So you get the whole facts. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, you're right. Because in towns, DC, or even in anywhere in a town, anywhere. you don't know who they were. If you don't know who they were messing with, like it can get very messy if you're yeah. not. So yeah, that that's true. Yeah. She very well should have. So, okay. So I can see your point. Look, I can acquiesce to that point. If you take that video out by itself, which is what was being discussed, <laughs> I could see that. So how did you feel about seeing Gia they're prepping her they're they're prepping her and i'm gonna be honest i compared it to the salt lake city and brooks of it all and i said last year people fell in love with brooks in 2.5 seconds and i remember saying y'all not gonna like him in three seconds and sure enough they they didn't want any more brooks this year him and jen have their thing online or whatever and people meredith saying you know that's my child and I could be biased because I got where she was coming from. My oldest is 24. And if somebody said something to her, you don't talk to my child like that, even though she's 24. My mom would do the same for me. But people were like, Brooks needs to come and play the game. He needs to be ready to show up for work. Then Jackie threw out the uh, analogy, but she didn't use the word analogy. And Gia was off limits. But Gia had been filming and holding it down with her mom. So how do you how do you personally feel? Because I still look at her as like a child. However, if she's going to get in the game, she is fair game. So I'll just break it down into a couple of points. Um, I felt like with Brooks, the punishment did not fit the crime that he faced. Okay. When he told his mom, he felt uncomfortable because he could see Jen's hoo-ha or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's one thing he did not curse her out he did not drag her down to the ground he stated what he saw and what made him feel uncomfortable so the social media outrage that was directed at him i did feel like it was unfair because it ventured into other aspects and i just kind of feel like 
yeah, he's in a confessional chair, but we as viewers still also have to have where our lines are drawn. And to me, he's still young. So I would equate him to what we saw with Brianna on OC Mm. when she was first growing up. I'm not going to judge him too harshly. And I also won't won't judge somebody's mama too harshly either, because that's just me. I try to think about elders and how I want to talk about them. So we as an audience have to have some kind of line where we say, I'm not going to leave that alone. And yes. that's what I did. That, right? Me too. Me um, too. Um, with, with, the, with the Jackie situation, when she brought up Gia, while I did not like that she brought up Gia, that was the only way she was going to. And it's sad because that yeah. was the only way she was going to get Teresa to understand the power of what Teresa did to her at her own party. Mm-hmm. She had to put it into a context that Teresa could understand. And that's one of those situations where sometimes and I hate to say this, but sometimes in order to get a person together, you got to stoop down to their level. Yes. You got to come down to where they stand in that. T- so they understand the error of their ways. And I, I, I unfortunately, I hate that Gia suffered that. But to me, anybody watching that should have been able to see that Jackie was using an analogy and it wasn't actually true. Like it was it, it, it was literally clear. It was very it clear, was clear. Was an analogy. <laughs> yes. right? it, it was. Yes. But I feel like she shouldn't have used it only because I know how some people are in these spaces and they will take something like that and run with it. Yes. They don't. Everybody don't listen the same way. Right. They miss things. And I'm like, y- y'all get what she was saying. And I remember hearing Jackie say Jackie said it. And then there was somebody else that I know that knew Jackie. And they were saying Y'all saw minutes of it. Teresa went at her for like an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And then she eventually broke and was like, enough. And to be honest with you, I felt like Teresa was testing her and she got what she, she got, she, she got played and she got played. She got burnt by the fire that she set. Yes, exactly. That's, you know what? I agree. I agree with you. And it's Teresa to me seems like, she thinks she's the only one that can start the fire. I remember Jackie's and I keep going back to it and I need to go back and watch to see the exact wording. But basically, Jackie was like, I'm not afraid of you. And they mentioned and uh, I think she may have said, like, maybe like the other people or something. And Teresa said, do you see them sitting here letting Jackie know I hold power because none of the ladies that had went up against Teresa were there. So I'm like, what does the audience expect? Like for her to do. And I, I, I find it interesting that when it comes to Teresa, right, everybody wanted Heather DeBrow to come back, right? OG. So we have Teresa in New Jersey, and any person that dares stand in who they are to Teresa, the audience hates, but the audience loves Noella coming at the OG. Oh, that's a whole nother topic that I could jump on. Ooh, I do yep. want to follow up with the uh, Gia situation now. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't know if if when this episode comes out, the new episode of Jersey yes. will come out. But I'll just kind of preface this that. This will come out first. This, I'm going to make sure. Okay. This comes out. There's a debate that we will see in the next episode of Jersey okay. between Gia and Joey. Okay. Joe Gorgum. Okay. And Gia and Joe Gorgum go toe to toe so okay it's hard it's hard to answer that question that you initially okay. asked without talking about that because that brings her on further into this show as less of a side character and more of someone i mean and when i talk when i tell you it's straight attitude coming from gia like she is like 
Don't talk to me this way. You're going to respect me when you talk. I mean, it's, I mean, and they're mad. They are angry. Okay. Melissa has to get in it. Teresa. I mean, everybody it's, wow. it's wild. And okay. it goes down at the continuation of this party from the first episode. Okay. So what I'm interested in seeing is how people react to Gia next week. Okay. Okay. So then we will. Okay. So, Cause we may feel one way now, but Okay. I'm interested when I saw Gia on watch what happens live. And, and I don't mean disrespect when I say this towards anyone, because I feel like we all have our areas of strength and Teresa may not be able to say ingredients or people may not think she is book in quotes smart, which to me book smart is just having a good memory. You remember what you've read and you're right. Right. But Teresa clearly is a smart businesswoman. She knows what she's doing. Whereas book smart people may not like Teresa knows she could, basically work okay i got a coupon that like she knows she has common sense yeah in a different way than maybe somebody like is book smart but i will say when i saw people would say gia is like basically almost like the harvard grad of the family she grounds Teresa. she's so different from Teresa. she's this and when i saw her on watch what happens live i saw Teresa. like i felt like I, gia is her mom mm. and people put her on this pedestal when she was a child and it was a pedestal because her her mom had gone away, went to jail and she stepped up and helped her dad and helped Joe with these girls, which is sometimes maybe what an older sibling would do. So they put her on this pedestal as a child. Now y'all are going to see her as an adult and I have a feeling we're going to see TJ, Teresa Jr. And y'all might not like it as much. That's just my thought. So <laughs> I, you got to if you haven't okay. seen the clip, you got to watch the clip. Okay. Like I, I'm 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 okay. so interested to hear what okay. you have to say about it, because this does possess this argument that she has with Joe Gorga positions her in an adult capacity. Yeah. And when I tell you. OK, like it's interesting to see her not not backing down. And this guy is her uncle. So. I don't know how I feel about it because in one sense, I get it. She's respecting, uh, she wants people to be respectful of her father and how they yes. speak about him. But for Joe Gorga, he's like, she, he, your father was not respectful to my sister or my family. So it really is a very difficult conflict. Okay. And I'm very interested to see how people react to it because this did not, I mean, you, this is not for reality TV. It stems from an argument that happened on the show last season, but the ramifications are being felt now and it's real. And it's it's, it's like a ripple effect because it's gone from Teresa and Joey Gorga's generation down to the next one, the nieces. And it's it's interesting because I know in black families, we are taught even if your uncle, your dad, your mom is wrong and you are an adult. You're supposed to just say, okay, and back up. You don't get, you don't get to have a voice ever. So I can almost see people watching it, viewing her as being disrespectful, but like you said, that's her dad. And I know for me, if somebody talked about my mama and my dad, I would, and I don't care if it was my mom's friend, you don't talk about my because like now I don't see you as an elder. Now I see you as a grown woman like I am. And you're talking about my mom. So it's oh, that's, hard, that's man. Hard. It's hard. hard. When, like when I saw it, I was mm. just like, it, it's it's riveting. I'm on the edge of my seat watching it. And I'm just like, this is to me where Jersey does get it right, because 
it this did not feel I mean, this was this is real stuff that they're dealing with. And I I, want to see that. And also, I think that's why it reflected in the ratings, because Jersey has had I mean, that first episode was higher was was the highest rated, uh, I think, Housewives show since last season's Real Housewives of Atlanta. What? From what they said, I think. Wow. I think that's what I heard. Okay. Definitely is... higher than OC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, and then in wrapping up, because I know you have to go. So, we talked about Gia being an adult and defending her father, which I have to look at it through multiple lenses, like you said, because I'm a mother, but I'm also a daughter of someone. Yeah. So, I feel like my kids, could more than likely come at and well, they probably would. My daughters and my son, they would do probably do the same thing. And then on the other hand, my think my thought is, should Joey be the adult in this situation and not talk about their dad? Yes, yes, that is the conflict. Yeah, because it's like, well, he can be the adult in the situation, but in reality, it's another adult he's talking to. So it's like, it's it's and like you said, it's a difference. Even in the context of a mother, a child, and a grandchild, I have told my daughters and my son too, if your kids, when they get to teenagers and they get out of the box with their mouth, I will be at the door because don't you talk to my daughter like that. I know you, my grandchild, that's my daughter. So in the context of Joey, like that's my sister. I I knew my sister before you were even thought of. We were tight. I always looked out for her. Okay. So now that you feel like you got a voice, you're not going to be telling me what I can and cannot say when it comes to my sister. That and that is the conflict right there. And you literally see Teresa standing there just like she don't know what to do do. because she loves her brother. You can clearly tell. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, that's her that's her daughter, too. So it's like, yeah, that's her daughter. That's her daughter. daughter. (laughs) Speaking of daughters and mothers real quick. I'm going to be honest. Y'all can think of me what you want. I did not mind Marge talking, telling what, saying what she said about Jen. Because when you go back, Jen is starting to say at the end of the argument, like, I have a beautiful home. I have this. And then when they showed the flashbacks, I had forgot she pretty much called Marge's mama whore. I said, now, see, see. I got to tell you, I did not mind it either. I do feel like. I don't dislike Jen. I had not really ever liked her all that much. And I didn't see why everybody was going so hard for her. I actually (laughs) liked her more in this episode than I did. in, And I cannot understand. I can't explain why she seems a little bit more vulnerable in this episode. Richie, I just said that on a pop. And and so I was like, oh, this I kind of like her. But I still wasn't mad when Marge said what she said, because. You could tell that this was something that Marcia had, had been holding on to. Mm-hmm. And so now you think back on it, all these things that Jennifer had been saying about Marge and Margaret had been just holding on to this secret, knowing I'm you've been running me down and right. I've not said a word this entire time, but you're not going to do it today. OK, and she Enough. let the secret out of the bag. And then when I see next when I saw a preview for next week, hearing <laughs> knowing i'm gonna go ahead and say a spoiler alert for anybody that don't watch it i'm sorry i please forgive me Taria. but to hear that jennifer was asking questions about you know 
Jackie's husband. Yep. And question, you know, going around town asking, you know, just get trying yes, to get the business information that, that lets me know, like, OK, so you not you you definitely ain't innocent in all this like you 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 causing a lot of stuff behind the scenes and people yep it may be the Porsche effect with some people like your personality because they think you you know young and youthful and bubbly and stuff like that but no you've been causing a ruckus and now you expect everybody to show you grace that you have not shown them that you have not shown when she apologized who was it that she apologized to and then came out with the shirt sorry not sorry on it um a couple seasons ago and margaret i'm gonna say i give her credit because when they were going back and forth seasons ago and margaret said something about bill sleeping in the pool and jen got riled up and margaret said hit a nerve margaret then went back and sincerely apologized and even Mm -hmm. said no i don't know anything i just said that but also not only her asking questions about evan behind the scenes you admit it to basically lying at the reunion last year, you yes. lied. Lying that that information came from Margaret. Like that was so, and that moment in the episode was like so glossed over. Yes. Like nobody, it, it was, you didn't see anybody online talking about that. Uh, listen, because uh, uh, Richie, I said, I'm going to go back and screen capture that scene and say, this is what y'all act you wanted to miss. Did y'all catch that? She lied. They don't care because all they see is, for whatever reason, I feel like there are people out there that don't like Margaret. And I could get sometimes why they may not, may not but I like Absolutely. Margaret. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. I said, I really, really like Margaret. And she, you know those people where you like somebody and you don't get like, wow, why don't y'all like this person? But then there's the people that, oh, I love that person. I can also see why others don't. So I can see both sides. I get why people don't. Margaret also has a job to do. And y'all said Teresa had a job to do last year. Y'all weren't worried about Jackie's kids last year, but you're worried about Jennifer's kids this year. And, and to me, I think that's where I get like, okay, y'all. Like, if, if we're really going to talk about this, like, let's be real. I would rather somebody say I'm partial to Teresa. Okay, cool. Well, then I already know we're not even going to go anywhere with conversations, but I respect you. But to act as I saw somebody say, and Richie... They parroted her on Watch What Happens Live. Somebody commented to me, yeah, but what Teresa said was a rumor. People can get over that. What what Marge said was true. First of all, you got that from Teresa because that's what she said on Watch What Happens Live. Exactly. And And it didn't make any sense. No, even Andy. I felt like Andy like visibly stumbled, like his brain glitched (laughs) for a second. Like, is she just like, I know we joke about Teresa, but did she just? Yeah, that was a lot. Oh, I cannot wait. I'm going to be blowing your DMs and messages up after this episode. Now I'm like excited. I am excited for this season of Jersey. Jersey has never been appointment TV. Like it's been like high middle, but I was more so Atlanta after the fifth season of Potomac. So we wanted Potomac to get big. There are girls there in our area. They're beautiful black woman. But after that, it was like people that wasn't here had came and it, it just made it like almost like toxic, but I still wanted our girls to win. So they're now Jersey is like, okay, you a solid three. New York used to be not anymore. So it's a solid three. So oh I, God, I, I don't even know what this, uh, like, like whew, it's New York. New, it used to be Atlanta, Potomac, New York. And for a minute it was Atlanta, New York, Potomac. But that's what I was going to tell you too. Jersey, the, the f- filmography or whatever is bright light 
but it moved like New York to me. Boom, boom. New York moves. They move through things. And that's what it felt like, especially yeah. at that party with Margaret. I was like, yeah. oh, this is feeling like New York. Yeah. I mean, that was, well, I feel like New York used to move like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It, it used to move like that. I, I don't know what happened. Something, now they're doing the mud it's like they got They got lazy. Yes. They got a little yes. lazy. Yeah. Um, I think my my top ones are honestly, and this is so funny right now, it's it's hard for me. Um <laughs> it's like this Atlanta, Beverly Hills, Potomac mesh okay. at the top for me. Okay. I cannot get enough of those three shows. Me either. No matter how I bad people say Atlanta was last year, I could watch them live stream all day. I just want to see. I like the way because it reminds me of my family, my aunts, my, yeah. like, it, you know, so like I can literally watch them walk into a room and look at each other. They don't even got to say anything. I just love them. Mm-hmm. Do you miss Nene? I do actually. I miss okay. Nene a lot. I, I miss Nene from early me seasons. Too. Let me do, let me clarify. We miss Nene and Lanethia has shown up. It's like, can we yes. have Nene back? Do you miss Phaedra? I do. And luckily we're going to get Phaedra in, in girls trip. Yes. season two i think but i don't know if it'll be the same do you think that's a door opening because andy just recently said the housewife he most want to bring the housewife he wants to bring back is phaedra so if a new cast of atlanta is open to filming even if candy isn't at that point you're weighing is she just going to exit and go with her spinoff in the next few years and it's open okay all right i, I mean know. i you know if the thing about it is I love Candy. I can honestly understand why she would not want to film oh, yes, the Phaedra. Because yeah. I, I I am that type of person as well. Like, if I cannot be around a person, I just will not go. So, um, I get that. But if she, if Candy ever said, you know what, I'm going to keep moving over here with my spinoffs and this, mm-hmm. that, and the third, then I say bring Phaedra back. Me too. And I feel like Candy's a businesswoman and maybe enough time has passed. If people are still talking about Atlanta not being good, she may say, you know what? This is for the good of the show. So I, you know. I am excited about yeah. whatever they are going to bring us in Atlanta this yeah. season. I love I don't know why. Sonya Richards. I watched a reality show, so I love her. Was, how was she on that show? Because I did not see that. She was fun, funny. She's very competitive and wanted to win. And I find that athletes that compete at that level, their competitiveness doesn't stop once they leave the track. It leads into mm. other areas of their life. And I feel like as beautiful as a spirit she had, you could also see that edge. And I hope that edge competitive com- comes out in Atlanta. Okay. Because she, okay. she definitely, she was, she was amazing. It, it, you know, she's very family oriented. It was like her dad was her coach, her cousin. I think it was her cousin or gossip to work for her. So she was very much family heavy. I'm excited because I have been petitioning for this. I felt like I have been standing with my picket sign <laughs> waiting for Marlo to get a piece. Yes. I'm excited to see what she brings us in her confessional looks. I want to see her intro. Me too. I want to see her get all of the housewife, the, the housewife treatment. And I'm excited to see what she brings because I know she's going to bring it. Yeah. Okay. So we're getting ready to wrap up. You need to eat lunch. I need to eat lunch. But since we're going to eat lunch, I have a question for you. And I'm going to make it very simple. 
Okay. Right now you get a phone call. Richie, you're getting ready to eat lunch. You are only allowed to pick three out of the past and present housewives to eat lunch with you. You can ask them anything. Nothing is off limits at all. And none of it will be filmed. So what would, so now you don't have to think about what you would ask them for your audience. It's about Richie and the conversations that he wants to have. Who would be the three that you would ask? This is going to be controversial. (laughs) Oh no, I'm scared. (laughs) I'm going to have lunch or I'm going to have, let's put it like this. I'm going to have breakfast with candy. Because I want some business oh. advice from Candy. I want to know, give me all the business advice okay. you can, Candy. Okay? okay. I love that. And for that same reason, I'm going to have brunch with Bethany. Okay. I want to know. I respect it. Give me, again, as much business advice as you can. I, I want to know everything it. you know. And I want to know what went wrong in the things that went wrong with some of your shows. Okay. <laughs> I respect it so much. And then I want to know what she would do to fix New York. Because I feel like she got some ideas. And and I feel like she would want to come back as a producer. And not necessarily as cast. And I think she has alluded to that in the past. Okay. And you know who I want to have dinner with? I want to have dinner with Carol. Because I need to find out. I want to know everything that went down after I had lunch with Bethany. With her and Bethany in season 10. Of the Real Housewives of New York City. I mean, I want everything. I want all the tea. And I feel like Carol will give it to me. My mouth is agape because I've always liked Carol. I, am I a- loved Carol. I thought I was the only one. I was firmly team Carol before, during, and after. Same. Like, Same. She is, I'm a, I find myself, I can like, like, again, I think people are smart in their different areas. But to me, there's something about a person that is just has a head full of knowledge that I just love being around them. I feel like I can just absorb it. And Carol is one of them. She makes sense to me in her arguments. She does. She does. And I will tell you like real quick, when it was season 10, when I tell you, now Bethany is better verbally. Bethany's quick. You can't, you, it's not too many people that could probably go toe to toe with her. But Carol when she would, because they used to write those blogs back in the day Ooh. on BravoTV.com. And let me tell you something. Carol would rip her to shreds every single episode. Because by this point, she knows like, oh, we've been, th- I-, I didn't realize what was happening during yes. filming. But I see it now. And she would like, it was examples. It was, it was clear cut to me, me too. reading those blogs, what was going on. Me and too. I was like, oh, Bethany, you ain't fooling us. At all. I, I said, Carol, I believe her 100% in all of that. Whether you like Carol or not, like you said, I personally loved her, but whether you like her or not, to me, she had facts. I, I, I don't, Bethany could do a lot of distracting what she did at that reunion. She did. Uh, oh, she, she did. With her mouth. And I loved when Carol said, oh, are you afraid of her too? Like, because at this point. I'm just not going to sit here. And I like that Carol didn't bow down. And she walks to me. She walks into a room in a way like, yeah, I have on a bodysuit that has one arm, no leg. My toes are hanging out of my sneakers. But I know that I'm that one. You don't have to. Saria, my favorite seasons to watch of New York of any housewife show are New York's seasons 
I think it's seven when Bethany came back. So I am a big Bethany fan, but like (laughs) season seven through 10, those seasons to me are the most epic. They're the ones where Dorinda came and they had Carol and she was such a smart voice for that show. She fit. She didn't have to be the loudest person. She was the smartest person. Yes. (laughs) Yes. When she said Sonia portrays that that uh, season where they were at the Halloween party and Sonia was on the other side of the room. And I've never really seen it for Sonia because to me, Sonia is Ramona. She's just smarter at hiding it. And she gets the people. I feel like she's a predator and then becomes prey. Like you can't be both. And she and by predator, I mean, y'all like goes after the women and then all of a sudden she's victim. But when Carol said in her confessional, Sonia is not this floozy with a heart of gold that she portrays. So everybody thinks, oh, it's just Sonia. When she broke that fire extinguisher thing last season with Bershawn and they didn't show it. I was like, come on. And and when she got to talking to Bershawn in a way that made me very. I don't know what this scent we have going on, Sonia, with Bershawn, but I don't like I was like, she is. Ramona, but she can sit in a confessional and say the right things. Whereas Ramona mm-hmm. is just not capable of it. Yep. So, yeah. Oh my God, Richie. I love you so much. This was so, 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 so fun. I'm ex- so excited for Jersey. I have C breezy. I, I don't even know what I'm calling it. Cor- Cause I, I hate saying my husband, not, I hate saying it, but when you're talking to somebody and it's like when they get newly married, my husband, my husband, it's like, you're my sister. I know that's your husband. <laughs> So, so, and the the listeners, I always refer to him as C Breezy because that's what he is online, but he watches with me too. So, oh, awesome. Awesome. I was telling someone he made, he was telling me about a real life situation and referenced just like he said, it's just like when Erica did this. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be naked when you get home. You just referenced. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, yes. So for the, I feel like I don't want to insult you by saying this. A lot of my guests, I'm like, I hate to say it because if they listen to me, I know they listen to you. But for anybody that's just fallen on planet Earth, where can they find your greatness? (laughs) Well, you guys can actually follow me on Instagram at DJ Richie Sky. You can follow me on YouTube at DJ Richie Sky. And I also have another channel on YouTube. It's called Richie Sky in Real Life, where I document my travels. I also kind of talk about, you know, just like fun little story times, relationship stuff, just like fun little life advice that people feel like they can hopefully learn and grow from uh, just to kind of put out some motivational content out there for people to kind of balance out the crazy that I sometimes have to talk about. So um, you guys can follow me on those three outlets right there. Thank you again, Richie, y'all. Make sure y'all go over if you have not. And we will talk to y'all later. See ya. Bye.